Welcome in to another week's edition of Just In Sports. I'm your host, Justin Reedman. I hope everyone is still doing well. I'm going to kick off the show with live sports. Yes, I said live sports. Amazing. In the basketball tournament. So for those who are list- who are who- those listening who aren't familiar with the basketball tournament, it's taking place every summer around this time since 2014 with 64 teams in single elimination games competing for a money prize. This year, however, only 24 teams were selected due to COVID-19 and are in their own bubble in Columbus, Ohio. The players are people who either play overseas, former NBA players who retired, or people or players who couldn't make it in the NBA or overseas, or players who use the platform to audition for a gig in the NBA or overseas. <laughs> now that I've explained the basics, let me get back to talking about this year's tournament. As I mentioned, this year's TBT is a little different due to COVID-19. 24 teams were chosen to play in a bubble, chosen to stay in a bubble located in Columbus, Ohio. All players must get tested and can't leave the bubble until they until they lose and then they must leave immediately. Seriously, they pack their bags every day and bring them to the arena. If they lose, they take their stuff and go home right then and there. So I'll first talk about why I like this tournament. Many of these players are underdogs and aren't familiar household names, except for a few each year. So except so one of the examples of a player everyone might know is former NBA All-Star Joe Johnson. But I sometimes know a bunch of these players who a lot of people might not know because I watched them play in college, like Team CP3's PJ Hairston and Kennedy Meeks because they played at North Carolina. And Diamond Stone, who's playing the tournament this year, who played at University of Maryland, playing for sideline cancer. There's so much talent in the TBT, and it, need, it deserves a lot more attention. So next, I love the ending of the games in order to win, the Elam ending. So here's how it works. At the first dead ball whistle, after the time goes below four minutes in the fourth quarter, the clock gets turned off. At that point, a target score is set, equaling the leading team's point total plus eight. So that means if a team has 80, for example, the target score would be 88, and the first team to 88 wins the game. Can I just say the Elam ending is awesome? It's so suspenseful at times. Because teams come back from so behind and win it. Nobody is safe. The NBA even put it in their all-star game this year. And their players and fans had a blast with it. The basketball tournament is where the Elam ending came from. Now here's something I've been thinking. 
Would the NBA be more fun if they put the Elam ending in their games? And the answer to that is no. The Elam ending is fun for tournaments like the basketball tournament or exhibition games like the All-Star game. Now, I wouldn't mind the Olympics looking at putting the Elam ending in their games. So I covered the end of the basketball tournament games. Now I want to talk about their bubble and why other leagues like the NBA, who are about to be in their own bubble, should take notes. The basketball tournament bubble has worked great. From the moment they arrived, people were waiting to check their bags and sanitize all their items. Players received welcome safety kits when they arrived with masks, gloves, and hand sanitizers. The ballrooms and the hotels were turned into practice courts, so the players don't need to leave the bubble to practice. The players constantly tested in the, were te- constantly tested in the bubble, as well as coaches and the sideline reporter, Jen Hale, and any members of the teams who tested positive were sent home along with everyone else, part of the, everyone else on the team for safety precautions. Only the sideline reporter, as I said, Jen Hale, is there for the broadcasting teams, and the commentators are either at home or in a studio quarantine in Indiana. So the list goes on and on. One team had a player test positive right as the tournament was beginning, and that team was sent home. The basketball tournament's bubble has been great, for teams and sports fans. Like I said, other, other leagues should take notes. So speaking of bubbles, the NBA, WNBA, MLS are all returning in a bubble, with MLB also hoping to have a season without a bubble. I'm getting very concerned about how long any of these will last. I think, in my opinion, the NBA has the best chance to succeed. But I'll break some of these down for you. So let's start with the MLB, where there's no bubble at all. The teams are back at their ballparks for training camps with a July 23rd target start date. But players are testing positive, forcing some teams to close their facilities for a few days. Look at the Atlanta Braves and Freddie Freeman. He tested positive and had no symptoms when he tested positive. Few days later, I believe, a reporter spoke to him and reported that he sounded lousy after testing positive. The league can't even get test results back at a timely manner. Players are opting out concerned about their own and their family's health, like Washington Nationals' Ryan Zimmerman. Right now, it states when the, with the, where the virus is still peaking. I don't blame the players for opting out for this season. The MLB has no bubble to keep the players in. No way baseball will have a 60-game season. They'll be lucky if they get to 30. All that travel and no bubble is so risky right now with COVID-19 still raging in this country. I'm sorry, baseball fans. I just don't see this all happening. The MLS's back tournament has started off this week at the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex in Orlando, Florida, in their own bubble. Two teams already had to forfeit and go home, though. Dallas FC and Nashville SC 
because multiple players and at least one coach tested positive. That is not a good sign. Hopefully that isn't a trend for the other MLS teams there in the bubble. Staying with soccer, the NWSL, the Women's Soccer League, returned the other other week, and all their teams are playing in the NWSL Challenge Cup in Utah, aside from one team, the Orlando Pride, who didn't travel because six players and four coaches tested positive for COVID-19. Now, I like what I see so far in that, in that tournament. I've watched, I've watched my home team, the Washington Spirit, play a couple of games, and it looked like everyone was taking safety precautions. Both teams on the sidelines were wearing masks, along with the refs who looked like they had the option to. The reason why I mentioned the, w, the NWSL is because on all the Jumbotrons, they have Zoom fan watch parties which bring in noise to the stadium. I love that idea. I think this just helps the players' mindset as if they are playing a normal game because there's noise with cheering. With all these pro sports leagues starting back up, that isn't the craziest idea they have in mind to put on Zoom watch parties that have some fan noise in the arenas and stadiums. It just helps the players just Think about the NBA, for example, and LeBron makes a nice dunk. He can just point to the Jumbotron, to the fans getting hyped. Not a bad idea. So now I'm going to switch over to some basketball in the WNBA, whose team just left for the bubble in Orlando at IMG Academy. I'm going to join many other people and talk about how awful the living conditions the league gave the players are. I've seen some pretty disturbing photos from players on social media. Whether it's someone's shower not draining, nasty pictures of laundry rooms, the pictures of the food that they are serving the players look gross. They look like dining hall food at my school. That is disgusting. (laughs) IMG is known for having really nice facilities and all I've heard and seen are awful and icky pictures since the teams have arrived. Hopefully things brighten up on that end. I'm also hoping players stay healthy and that the season can be played. Seven players already tested positive. That may not seem like a big number, but the WNBA only has 12 teams. So... There are around 137 137 players, so that's around 5% of the players tested positive. The NBA will have 300-plus players on 22 teams in their bubble. Personally, I'm a big WNBA fan, and my Mystics are coming off a championship, so I can't wait for some good basketball. All right, last but not least, the league that I am most excited about. The NBA in their bubble. If you haven't heard by now, because this is probably the most talked about league, they're staying at resorts in Disney World and playing their games at the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex. While many players have tested positive so far, I believe that the NBA has the best shot at making it during this restart. They have the most complete and structured plan. I could bore you unless everything Commissioner Silver has in place, but I'll give you a few things that I like. 
They're doing multiple tests for COVID-19 when they get there and prior to arriving at the bubble to make sure players don't ex- players exposed to the virus don't come into the bubble to spread it. The location is perfect because they're staying in nice resorts and have arenas right next to the hotels. During the players' downtime and outside of practice, the league accepts social distancing recreational activities for them which is very smart so they don't get bored and get anxious to leave the bubble to go clubbing or something. Lastly, the NBA was the first league to come up with the bubble idea and Commissioner Silver and his crew have been working for a while to make sure this runs as smoothly as possible. Silver, in my opinion, is the best commissioner in sports. I am praying that the NBA's return in the bubble will be able to make it with all the positive tests from players, including many from one team, the Nets aside. The NBA is called a player's league for a reason. I'm just overall to wrap this up. I'm excited for all these live sports to return. It's that time before the show again. It is time for the funniest thing in sports media so i've been watching as you know the basketball tournament and there's been this commercial for puma where some of their athletes are giving tips for calming and relaxing things they do while in quarantine one of the athletes is denver nuggets for michael porter jr and he's giving a list of hobbies He includes stamp collecting. Stamp collecting? Does anyone still do that? Does Michael Porter Jr. even know what stamp collecting is? It's 2020, bro. I was was dead, man, laughing at that one. Hopefully I didn't offend any stamp collectors listening to the show, if there are any. So that is my funniest thing in sports media this week. And they keep on showing that commercial. So tune in the ESPN if you want to hear Michael Porter Jr. suggest stamp collecting. That wraps up another edition of Just in Sports. I'm your host, Justin Reedman. I'll speak to you next time.